Welcome to another edition of Bayou Business Download, a podcast for the Greater Houston Partnership where we dive into the data and analytics influencing the region's economy. I'm your host, AJ Mistretta, and today I'm joined by Partnership Director of Data Analytics, Josh Farrago. In this episode, we're going to explore Houston's tech-based employment, just how many people are working in tech here in the Bayou City, and what does that tell us about our future in the digital tech arena? Josh, thank you for joining me today. Hey, AJ. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Josh, I want to start off by discussing perceptions about what is a tech-oriented city. You know, typically we, when we talk about tech cities, we think, of course, of Silicon Valley, Seattle, Boston, here in Texas, even Austin. Why do you think Houston isn't seen holistically as a tech city? Great question, AJ. I think when we talk about tech cities, um, when, we th- when we think about what are some metro areas that are more closely associated with, with what people think of, Uh, with tech, we're really talking about software development for the most part. We're talking about things that are more consumer facing. Uh, So products, brands that the general consumers, uh, normal everyday folks might be more associated with. They might encounter those products more often. So when we talk about Silicon Valley, really kind of the epicenter of software industry um, and of computer hardware and uh, going back to the 1980s, that is a place where it's been tied to tech for, for decades. Right. Um, Seattle, you know, we, we associate uh, Amazon, everybody that springs to mind. So we have kind of like a, a, a picture of who is in these big, uh, these big tech cities. It's also cor- sort of uh, more, more tied to, to the industry itself. And so when we, when we talk about tech, we think about what, it, what we have, there's really two components to that. There's really people who have the jobs uh, and, and what, what are their skill sets. And then we have the companies and what are those companies selling? And so you have the industry side and then you have the tech employment side. And when it comes to uh, cities that are more seen as, as tech focused, it's probably more so because the industry is there. In Houston, we have a lot of the skills but we don't necessarily have some of those big, well-known brands, especially for software. That makes sense. You know, that perception of not being a tech city has indeed hurt us in the past when it comes to going after tech companies, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. We, I think we all recall a few years ago in 2017 when Amazon was looking to establish a second headquarters city and they put out a nationwide uh, basically call uh, for proposals saying, uh, where should we locate this? Right. Uh, and, and then Houston, of course, w- was a little bit surprised. I think a lot of folks here were surprised that we weren't included in the initial cut of the top 20 cities. And that got uh, a lot of people thinking around here. And it got a lot of people wondering, why did that occur? I think the answer really was, was less about the fact that we don't have the tech talent, which we do. It was more about the perception that Houston is not good for tech talent. Yeah. And then, so what is the reality of tech jobs here in Houston? Well, the reality is we we do have a lot of tech talent here. Overall, volume-wise, we have 235,000 tech jobs in Houston. To put that in perspective, that ranks Houston 12th among every metro in the United States. So within Texas, uh, we would fall uh, second. We would fall below Dallas which has an uh, upward of 300,000 uh, tech jobs. 
mm-hmm. and we would fall above Austin, which might surprise some folks. Austin is a smaller labor market. It's a smaller economy. And so volume-wise, uh, Houston has thousands more tech jobs. It's just the density of Austin's uh, tech jobs in a smaller labor market means that if you're a software engineer, you might be more likely, you are going to be more likely to run into another software engineer you know, at the coffee shop or in the apartment complex where you live or in your neighborhood, right? Than you are in Houston where it's a bigger labor market and you're probably going to run into folks who are doing uh, software or the same type of tech job that you are uh, less often. That makes sense. So let's talk about the most recent report from a respected industry group, the Computer Technology Industry Association. Their Cyber States 2020 report looks at the top cities for tech employment. What does that report say about Houston? So the Computing Technology Industry Association uh, puts out this annual report every year. It's a great report in the sense that it provides a really comprehensive benchmark for tech jobs in the US. So we touched on this earlier, but when we, when we think about tech jobs, really there are those two components. There's the industry side, um, and then there is the, the occupation side. And, and a lot of times when we think about how to measure the amount of tech talent in a metro area, uh, it's difficult because some studies look at one or the other. They either look at the industry or they look at the number of occupations. So how many engineers do you have, period? Or how many uh, folks who work at Google or these other kind of like tech-focused businesses? What CyberStates does, which is, which is very compelling, is they look at both. They look at, uh, they have a list of industries that they look at, and these industries are focused on uh, industries that are producing technology. So they're either making, they're trying to make new types of innovation happen. That is their product. So either software, computers, machines, things like that. Uh, and so, so they give a really good definition of, of what industries are looking at. And on the, on the other side, they look at the occupation. So they look at the folks who are critical to producing those new technologies. And then they, they basically look at the overlap. So they count everyone in their net tech employment number from a lawyer, which is obviously not a tech occupation, a lawyer who may work for a tech company, according to their definition. So like a lawyer at uh, Google, for example, would show up in, the, in, their, in their overall count, just like an engineer at, say, Chevron in Houston. Got it. Got it. So, so it's capturing everyone, whether they work in the industry in a non-tech oriented way or they work in a non-tech industry, but in a tech way, correct? Yes, yeah, and it's kind of confusing to like tech, non-tech, you know, um, but yeah, you you nailed it there. So a sales rep for a tech company uh, would get counted uh, just like an engineer or a developer for a non-tech company would, would would get counted, yeah. Got it. So where does Houston actually fall in terms of rankings among tech cities in this report? So we fall 12th, uh, which, is, which is probably better than people realize, especially when you look at some of the cities like Austin uh, that, that, we, uh, that we beat in terms of overall volume. One thing that's, that's kind of interesting about it is if you look a little bit deeper into the report and you look at their methodology uh, in cyber states, you can kind of get a sense for just how different Houston is compared to some of the other uh, metro areas. So Houston, out of the top 20 largest metros, 
Houston has the highest share of its tech occupations. So developers and engineers, those high tech uh, skilled individuals, we have the highest share of those in non-tech industries. So our, our energy industry, our healthcare industry, we have the most, most of our 62% of our technical occupations uh, are embedded in, 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 in industries that are not software or computer related directly, where that is not their product. If, so that makes it a little bit more difficult to be able to count and to bring able to bring out these uh, these tech numbers and these tech occupations. For, for example, Austin is the is the opposite, where only a third of their tech occupations are in industries other than tech companies, right? So what was actually most significant about this year's report compared to reports in recent years? The overall net tech employment number, which is, in my opinion, the major takeaway from cyber states every year, that grew. So the 800 jobs that cyber states says that Houston added last year ranks us 38th among all the metros uh, that they looked at. 38th? is not great. That is in the, <laughs> that isn't, that's the last quartile, right? So that, right, right. that's not great news. And unfortunately, that has been the news uh, from this report for Houston. You saw the Chronicle reported this. It, it's not a glowing uh, point for Houston. However, I think that that 800 is getting slightly um, more attention than it deserves. It's probably the weakest single statistic in Cyber State's report. And, and let me explain why. Okay. The report uses these government data sources that are uh, constantly subject to revisions. And so last year's number that was reported for Houston, 227,000, uh, it actually showed that Houston had uh, lost some tech jobs, which was startling and, and not really what we understand to be what we're feeling here with all, with the, with all the things that are happening in tech in Houston. After the report came out, that number was revised. So months later, the number got revised, and it actually got revised way up. So it showed that instead of losing jobs last year, Houston actually gained as many as 7,000 tech jobs. So that was never covered because CyberSafe doesn't put out an additional report after right. revisions are released. So we never really got credit for those jobs that we added. And then this year, the initial estimate was we have added only 800 jobs. So that ranks us low. So we never actually get to claim credit for those 8,000 jobs that it shows us gaining from last year's reported number, right? So that right. is real momentum that is taking place. It's just that because they're reporting out this one year growth number, it's not really giving us a chance to see the momentum. I expect that that 800 number will get revised just like last year's uh, number got revised. And in the next few months or so, CyberSafe will see that the 800 was actually probably a, a drastic undercount as well. Because what we know about the economy in Houston last year is that we did quite well, uh, a lot for Houston compared to last year. One thing we did in the research department is we took the prior reported, uh, the, the CyberSafe's 2019 report, and we mm -hmm. took all of the net tech employment numbers out of that for every metro, and we took the, the, the new numbers that were reported, and we, and we took the difference, and that's how we got uh, the 8,000 number for Houston. If you ranked Houston among all the metros 
just based on what was reported last year versus what was reported this year. Okay. We, we have shown an increase. We, we would be 13th among all the metros. So 13th is decent. That's respectable, right? right. It moves us from uh, the last quartile for growth among all metros to right on the cusp of the, the first quartile right mm. there. So it's a more, in my estimation, as a person who tracks the, the tech industry in Houston and sees uh, the changes uh, that we've been experiencing, sees some of the growth anecdotally, these numbers align more with what I think we can expect. They are not uh, uh, incredibly good, but they are, they are showing decent and, uh, and solid improvement. Uh, so so that, that's kind of, I think, a better way to view this, because I do think that that 800 number, uh, when we look at it next year, is, is going to show to be a lot uh, more positive than what it appears to be. We're going to take a quick break for a message from PNC Bank. Bayou Business Download is made possible by PNC Bank, which is proud to support the Greater Houston Partnership. PNC believes that giving back to their customers, their employees, and our community is the right thing to do. Visit pnc.com slash about us to learn more. The PNC Financial Services Group, Inc., all rights reserved. So, Josh, you know, as, we, as we've gone through this today, how do we, it seems to be a fundamental question, how do we get acknowledgement for where our tech employment actually resides? In other words, how do we get those folks embedded in healthcare or energy or other sectors actually counted and get, kind of get credit for it, if you will? It's definitely a challenge, and I see the answer coming in two ways. One, we have to be better about talking about our successes. We have to be better as a community about acknowledging that a lot of what happens in our energy companies uh, is innovative technology. Uh, it is data analytics happening. We have data scientists uh, who are in these energy companies. A lot of the engineers are doing coding work every single day. A lot of them jump from the energy sector into more conventionally seen uh, tech uh, companies. I'll give you an example. The chief information officer for Hewlett Packard Enterprises came from uh, Baker Hughes before she was at Hewlett Packard. Uh, she just left Hewlett Packard Enterprises to go to Intel in California. So she's now a C-suite officer at one of the largest computer chip maker in the world. That is at the epicenter of the tech. It doesn't get more tech than that, right? Right, right. And, and she came out of Houston's energy sector. That's how innovative a lot of these companies are. Baker Hughes is uh, an extremely technological company now. A lot of the companies are like that. So you're seeing the skill set transfer directly um, from uh, Houston's uh, energy sector and its healthcare sector directly into you know, Silicon Valley, right? And so the, it's the skills that are most important. The second thing that's happening is the government data sources are becoming, they're catching up, right? They're becoming more savvy when it comes to being able to uh, understand and accurately measure these skill sets. So I think that is gonna work in Houston's favor. There are a number of new occupations that BLS is starting to track. Uh, one of those is data science. There are a couple other categories related to uh, software development. I think when these government data sources start to look at the numbers a little bit deeper, uh, Houston is going to be better represented. Um, and we're going to start getting more credit for the tech skills that we have here. That makes sense. 
obviously the current coronavirus pandemic has put a lot of things on hold across industry sectors. So what do you think the situation will mean for tech growth nationwide and here in Houston? Now more than ever, because of uh, the, the, the coronavirus pandemic, we have seen how valuable a lot of our technologies are in allowing us to do business uh, from home, do business online. Any company that is helping to equip other businesses with the ability to work from anywhere is going to be very important. And that includes a lot of the, a lot of the software companies that we do have in Houston are geared toward business to business products that enable them to make payment processing or cybersecurity um, easier for businesses. And so all of those companies are experiencing um, probably more, more demand than, than ever before for their mm-hmm. services. Um, if anything, uh, COVID-19 has accelerated some underlying trends that existed all along when it comes to moving commerce online. So, so one way that I've seen this happening is you're starting to see more, uh, there's, there's a newer market for mm-hmm. people who may otherwise not have ever been comfortable using video conferencing. I think we all have a story about a grandparent who maybe we did a video conference call uh, with before, um, people getting groceries delivered online for the first time because they never felt comfortable maybe doing that before. Right. Um, so, so all these companies uh, th- that are doing, that are helping enable this, they're, they're gonna be doing well now. What do you see as opportunity areas for Houston's tech scene in the months and years ahead? You know, given what you just said about where we are in terms of the pandemic, but beyond that, what are those growth opportunities? An immediate growth opportunity is going to be in the energy industry when it comes to digitizing. The, the challenges that the energy sector in Houston, that oil and gas is facing right now, uh, when it comes to uh, pricing constraints, a, a reduction in demand, the solution for a lot of these companies that they're looking at is to uh, is to squeeze more value out of the barrel, and so that is gonna that is gonna come from technology. Another uh, solution for the uh, services firms that that power the oil and gas explorers. These companies are looking at technologies related to uh, advanced manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're if you're trying to solve those problems, you want to be in Houston right now. And so if you're a company or you're developing artificial intelligence, if you're developing uh, software that helps automate other processes, uh, these are all opportunities where there's going to be a lot of investment potential in Houston. And so I see people who are interested in these problems coming to Houston. I also see cleaner, cleaner energies, energy 2.0. Uh, that, that's going to be an area where the skill sets that already reside in, in a lot of the big uh, major oil and gas companies are easily transferable. If you think about what it takes to get a pipeline uh, run across several states, those same skills would apply to, to creating a clean power grid uh, and, and like bringing in like uh, wind energy from West Texas. Th- these types of things are going to be more in demand. Um, so I think that there, there are some of, some of those areas. Also, our healthcare and, and uh, innovation uh, that's taking place in the med center. We have a lot of research scientists. Uh, we had more funding come in, grant funding from the National Institutes of Health last year than we've ever had before. So there are lots of opportunities for innovative healthcare taking place in Houston. Josh, thanks for your insight today. Yeah, thanks, AJ. It was great to be here. I look forward to the next one. 
And that's it for this episode of the Bayou Business Download. Thank you again to PNC Bank for helping make this podcast possible. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You can do so by visiting the podcast page on Houston.org. You'll also find links to recent data and news updates. As we keep up the fight against COVID-19, please continue to follow the directives from local health officials and experts. Thanks again for listening to Bayou Business Download.